0: This episode of the Shane Cast, randomly entertaining podcast, is brought to you by W Energy. W gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. It has no sugars, no fillers, or artificial dyes. I uh, highly recommend uh, the Beach and Peach. Uh, it's a really tasty uh, energy drink. I loved it so much. Um, it has peach, obviously, because I mean the name Beach and Peach, but it also has a hint of mango too. So it's really good, nice, not too tart, not too sweet. And, um, does not have that chalky, like aftertaste, like a lot of those other powdered energy drinks do, uh, <coughs> um, but still, um, it, I, yeah, I really highly recommend it, uh, W, uh, check it out at w.gg um, uh, they have multiple different flavors uh, there's like uh, I think it's called the, the sludge I think uh, it's, it's like a green apple flavor it's really good too but um, yeah you can check it out at w.gg and uh, you can use my promo code Shanecast and you get uh, 10% off on your purchases uh, with using my, my uh, promo code So definitely check them out and uh, let's get it on to the show. This is Shane, and uh, this is my podcast, the Shane Cast. Uh, randomly entertaining, as always, I bring you random stuff. Um, again, it's random, so I don't really have a, a, a actual topic to go by. So um, let's just get into this. <laughs> so um, I guess first thing we're gonna do is. I guess do a little catch-up, uh, since I last did an episode, um, since my last episode, unfortunately. Okay, well, first, before, let's get to some good things. So, if you remember, I had, uh, mentioned in my podcast that I had got First Wifey Delaney uh, a special, like, surprise. Well, her surprise was, um, she's a huge, huge Scream fan. So I got her a cameo by Dewey himself, David Arquette, and uh, and had all of her friends that I could get a hold of <laughs> um, also leave like sweet messages and stuff like that. Um, she absolutely loved it. It was a great little gift, um, a great surprise, and she uh, she honestly was like, I don't even know how you hid this so well and how everybody was able to keep this a secret i i, I don't know how either I, honestly i just i did the best i could without anything getting out and then cassie second wifey had also got delaney a special gift from scream as well and she got uh, an autograph by uh, the actor who plays billy loomis from the original scream film as well so and that's like her favorite uh of the killers in the scream franchise. So she, I mean, she absolutely loved it. And then we got her, the newest Scream movie as well on, on Blu-ray. But I mean, like that was the best, like joy I've ever seen come out of her face in a long time. Um, I think the only other time that was like pure excitement from a lot of, cause I mean, I've got, I surprised her a lot within the years of for gifts and stuff like that. I think the only other one that I know that really like hit her hard that she loved was when I got um, a cameo from uh, from Kevin Conroy um, if you didn't know is the original voice actor for the Batman the animated series of Bruce Wayne slash Batman so um, so yeah uh, I, I know she definitely loved both of these gifts and um, I'm excited uh, uh, about how well, I was excited about how it's going to turn out and stuff like that. And it, it couldn't go any better than it did. So, yeah, I'm definitely um, glad that she loved the gifts and stuff like that. Um, but leading to that, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously the Barbie movie came out. So I had to go for Delaney's birthday. That was one of her wishes is that her friends, uh, Barbie slash Ken it up as much as possible and go see the Barbie movie, which I actually, I really enjoyed. Um, I don't see why there's so much hate as there is. I guess a lot of people just, Oh, it's empty guy, anti male. It's, it's shut up. Fucking shut up. It was a really good movie. It was really f- uh, funny. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I, I loved Ryan Gosling as, uh, Ken, uh, fucking, uh, Kinergy as he had uh in that film. Um but that same night, unfortunately my dad um had suffered a stroke. It was a really terrible stroke. Um, me, Cassie, uh Delaney and some of their coworkers and Delaney's friend, partner, I I don't know what you can call it, uh, were all eating uh, dinner after the movie. And I get a text from my cousin uh, informing me that my father had a stroke and he was on his way to the hospital. Luckily for me, I I mean, other than the fact that I was freaking out because I didn't want to lose my father. um, But luckily, I was literally just down the road from the hospital. It didn't even take me five minutes to get there. Um, But uh, he's doing well now. Uh, He is as an update and as of now since then because it was like i'm gonna say it was july 23rd when it happened as of now as of august 30th he is home he came home last uh tuesday and he's doing well he he had rehab um he still uh has um some issues moving around but he is mobile um Uh, he can walk and and talk and stuff like that which is good news um it's just unfortunately it's gonna take a while for him to fully recover um but I'm just glad that nothing worse came of this um I did get a slight update recently today unfortunately that uh, now my father is suffering with seizures which, I'm not sure if that's a very common thing for stroke victims or not. Um, but I'm trying to get him to uh, get checked out right now. So um, it, He said it wasn't recently, but he had one probably a few days ago. Um, but yeah. Other than that, though, um, everything is going well renewed our lease at our apartment so that's good um my cat won't stop bothering me right now so i don't know how this is gonna go without her like banging the table right now but but yeah um so also recent news nerd related um we uh if you are a big batman fan a big harley quinn fan we recently just lost uh the voice actress of the original harley quinn who has also inspired harley quinn Arlene sorkin which uh definitely definitely sucks uh to hear about that because i you know that's to everybody that is harley quinn and you can't like you can't have her without Arlene. um a lot of people didn't know this i'm um, paul dini who is the creator of harley quinn actually um based i mean obviously it's based off arlene sorkin but it was based off a a dream episode of a soap opera arlene was in where she was dressed as a harlequin um so that's basically where the original inspiration came from was from i don't know if it was days of our lives or or what um but it was from a soap opera as her her one character which i find uh kind of hilarious in its own say that like you're gonna create a character from a soap opera basically um but yeah there's that um i don't know oh oh yes in this previous week slash this weekend or this last weekend. Sorry, I had to move my cup. Because my cat is getting on my table. Um, I won <laughs> tickets uh, to see the band Ghost. It's one of my favorite bands other than him. Ghost is like my second favorite uh, band out there. And my local uh, radio station here actually um, did like a drawing via like text message. And I entered. And I, like, I entered like... Twice, I like entered like three weeks ago, I want to say, and then they d- did like an announcement on like the keyword type in ghost at this on this day, and I did, and like two days later, I get a text message while I'm at work, and it's like you, uh, congratulations, you won tickets to, uh, to go see the band Ghost, and I was like freaking out. So me and Delaney uh, went and went and go went and saw the band I can't talk again why is this a problem for me <laughs> uh, but me and Delaney went to the Ascend theater here in Nashville and got to rock out to the band Ghost which was amazing um, I definitely enjoyed it I um, uh, definitely got another gift up my sleeve for Cassie which next week is our four year anniversary of us being together and uh, I'm really excited to give her this gift Um, I'm not gonna again just in case she listens I I know neither of them probably don't listen but still just for the sake um, I'm gonna keep it secret but she's really gonna love this gift um but yeah I'm excited for this as well um but I don't know why. And I don't... Uh, you, your guess is probably going to be just as weird as mine. But for sure, some reason... Don't again. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but some reason I uh, got into a big, like, feeling of... I, I should watch the Blair Witch movies and I don't know why but I got back into watching it and stuff like that and I don't know if a lot of people know this but there is a lot more lore to the Blair Witch movies than a lot of people assume um, there is actually like three documentaries related uh, to that has to do with the movies as well Uh, Two of them deal with the first movie, and a third one deals with the second movie, the original second movie, not the one that came out in 2016. I think it was 2016, I might be wrong. Um, But one of them is about Rustin Parr and the Burkittsville Seven, which if you remember watching it in the original movie, which is just mentioned, it's not like goes into detail. But Rustin Parr, um, came into town, and told, uh, the town, like, he went to, like, some, um, store, and he said, I'm done, it's finally done, or I'm finally finished, and everybody's like, what, are, what do you mean you're finally finished, and it turns out, um, that for a year, children were going missing in Perkinsville, and, uh, the children, um, from I think ages uh, I think like 4 to 13 um, went went missing for a whole year and it comes to the fact that he was basically confessing that he killed these 7 children but the thing that's different is the fact that he was hearing voices from a woman telling him to do this and um, it pretty much goes into more detail kind of like a crime drama of the the mystery behind the burkittsville seven obviously again these are is, is facts or not faction uh, it's a uh, fiction so it's none of it's true so um and none of this happened or anything like that but it's really really cool to learn about and then the, like the second documentary that came out with the first film is uh, i think it's called sticks and stones Uh, which basically is about the lore of like the history of the Blair Witch of Burkittsville like more into um into like the stories of how Burkittsville was formed and and then what uh about the um the witch or supposed witch was and stuff like that and the third documentary um it's called, uh, I want to say it's called The Shadow of the Blair Witch, which, you know, has to do with the movie uh, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, which, obviously, there's no Book of Shadows. I don't know why they called it that, but uh, there's no Book of Shadows in the movie or anything like that. But it's another true crime documentary where um, it talks about how the second movie is a recreation of re-re- re- yeah, recreation of a murder that happened in Burkittsville that, uh, follows this guy who was in an insane asylum who told people that he knows where like Coffin Rock is and stuff like that and it was gonna take him a tour uh, of, of the uh, this closed scenes that were filmed in the Blair Witch and stuff like that. And, uh, turns out he was never a tour guide or anything like that and uh, he killed these people and stuff so. but it, it's it's just i think it's really cool that they put all this fake history these and made these mockumentaries for these films just to bring it more into life to make it feel more real like even even the original Blair Witch movie had so much PR and was like telling people oh uh this really happened these three film students went missing and um this is their found footage that happened and like i think it's supposed to be like in 96 and they released it in 99 because the family of the missing students finally like told them yeah you can release it so we can figure out try to maybe people can figure out this mystery and stuff like that but it's really really cool to learn about, and it just, I don't know, it just makes the movies even better, if you think about it, like, in a stand, standpoint of the lore, the sto- of the story, and stuff like that, so yeah, I mean, watching it alone, just the movie alone, it, it's not that great, but when you add all these other elements to it, I honestly, I enjoyed it even better, it's actually, um, becoming a bit of a trilogy that I really love now um it's not like a big favorite of mine no but it's definitely it's definitely up there in my top 30 films that I love um but yeah I, I just I don't know why I was just in a big like space of I should just watch these movies again and see uh, more about it and see if there's more lore and stuff like that because I remember back when the first movie came out. I think, I want to say it was either Sci-Fi Channel. But yeah, it was definitely the Sci-Fi Channel. And they were, like, doing, like, a big promotion for uh, the Blair Witch. And they, I think they posted one of the documentaries on there and it just, it got me kind of hooked a little bit. Uh, but I couldn't remember where where I, the, uh, where I watched it and stuff like that. But um, um, But, yeah, I mean, if... If you want to get back and check the movies out, I highly recommended watching those mockumentaries to go with the said films. I mean, even even the last one, the one that came out in 2016, had some elements to it. Uh, The PR wasn't as big as the, I guess, the previous two, just for the fact that uh, everybody knows it's not real or anything like that. But they did make... A facebook page and an id imdb page uh dedicated to one of the characters and, and how they were making a documentary and so like that too and it, like that's in the imdb and everything like that I, I mean again it wasn't as publicized as the other ones but it's still really cool to find out that they had all these other kind of things that was going on related to the movie um that was kind of hidden away, and you had to search for it and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, again, highly recommend rechecking them out if you haven't uh, watched it in a while, or if you haven't ever seen it at all. Again, I highly recommend checking it out. <laughs> so there's that. Um, another thing. Again, I'm getting into these like things that i'm really interested in stop getting close to my mic um i'm wanting for some reason getting back into halo Um, i like halo i love halo um but i love odst a little bit more so every time i play any of the halo games i usually try to go with odst which if you didn't know is orbital drop uh, orbital drop shock troop which is basically kind of like the navy seals of of space um it's something i've always wanted to like cosplay as as well because i mean we're big into the cosplay scene i mean like i'm not a cosplayer myself i've always done the photography for the cosplays and stuff but i mean it's just i don't know why i just something i've always wanted to cosplay so i'm kind of getting back into that as well um Again, haven't started reading books like I said I was going to do. Sorry if I'm going in and out. I'm petting the cat. It's making me move. Um, uh, apparently, the girls have found a Demigorgon float, uh, not float, but uh, inflatable at Walmart and they're having an impulse to buy it. No, you cannot buy it. No. <laughs> um, but no. Um but yeah, I mean that's what's been probably probably been going on recently in my life is those those things currently um, I'm definitely having some fun though I trying to I'm just trying to get back to doing things um still kind have anxiety with my photography. I don't know why. I, I feel like shit for um, not really working on them lately, um, but it, I don't know. It's just it's hard right now. Um, but I'm hoping I'm hoping to get back into it. It's just I know I've got some stuff I need to send out to people, and I feel like shit. But eventually I'll get it done. And I apologize if you're listening. Um, it's just I had so much shit going on, so it's kind of. Uh, hard and especially work has been not the greatest lately as well but um I I will eventually get back to it I promise (laughs) um so now I'm thinking about doing one of these random generator topic things that we have done with the last few episodes last couple episodes and um We're going to see what what it pops up. Um, (laughs) It says, what is your favorite game to play? Well, Resident Evil, Halo, sometimes Battlefield. I guess that's it. That wasn't a very good topic. Uh, What's your favorite number and why? 13 because, you know, my birthday. These are shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> These are not great topics. Um, What's the best thing to do on a cold winter day? Honestly, I just like to, like, bundle up. Um, We don't have a fireplace, so I can't really say sit by a fire, but I, I do like bundling up and, like, drinking, like, hot chocolate and, uh, um, Watching a a a good movie, a lot of times it's a horror movie or something like nerd-related, kind of like uh, Marvel films or something like that. I don't know. I just watch something that's very like relaxing that I've watched many, many times. Um, I would say read a book, but I haven't read a book in lately, and the only thing I've been reading was Batman 89, which I still haven't technically finished. Um, but it's still really good. Um, I, I I'm wanting to again. I, I want to read like a whole bunch of stuff lately. Like I want to finish uh, my Anne Rice books. Um, again, I think I mentioned I was like on Queen of the Damned at the moment. Um, I also been wanting to read Dracula. Again, I'm a big vampire fan, so I like anything that has to do with vampires. Never really fully read the book, but um, I definitely want to check it out. Um, I got one of the the cool leather-bound books that they were selling at Barnes and Noble. I think, yeah, Barnes and Noble is the one I got because it's got like the black leafing in the inside instead of like a gold leafing. Um, but yeah, I want to. I definitely want to read. The Soon. Um, another thing. Let me see. I'll try one more topic. If it's not worth it, I will talk about something that's been. I don't know if I've mentioned it much or not. But, um, but first, let's see what this next topic is. And depending, I'll we'll talk about this next subject. Um, that was a shitty one okay i'm not gonna do that topic because it's stupid it's literally what do you do when you're bored play video games i mean what the fuck are you gonna do <laughs> um okay um a lot of people might know might not know um i am what well, i would say Wiccan. um i am more towards the The uh, deity side, where uh, like I I go by, even though I have my own stuff, I also follow a deity. My deity is Anubis, uh, you know, the Egyptian god of uh, embalming, or was embalming. Uh, but I mean, the main thing that he does, though now, is he does um, he runs the scales for the afterlife, like, deciding if your heart weighs against a feather, which I believe, if I remember correctly, it's Raz, uh, Roz is feather. Um, but if your heart weighs more than the feather, you do not make it to the afterlife. You go straight to, basically, hail. Um, and if you're if uh, the feather is heavier, then you, uh, then your soul gets to go to their afterlife. Um, a really interesting thing happened to me of how I discovered Anubis as my deity. Um, I was basically, I don't know if you would say soul-searching, but I was basically, I was doing meditation, uh, searching for a um, deity that probably suits me. And uh, this, I don't know if I would consider it like astro-projecting or what, but I did end up in an alternate world when I was meditating. Um, And I found myself in this huge chamber. This chamber, um, if you've seen the prequel Star Wars films, like Phantom Menace um, and stuff like that, uh, the chamber I was in kind of looked like the Senate in Star Wars, but it was more spaced out um, and there's like a center stage Kind of thing In in this chamber And in all the These Pillars on, Well I wouldn't say pillars I would say it's more like These different like Stadium seats Were filled With all the different Deities and gods From Everything from Native American gods to Greek gods to Egyptian gods um, all of them like all the different types uh, Buddha was there and stuff like that but in the middle of this chamber set two thrones and the thrones that were there was one was Isis and the other one was Anubis. And Anubis drawled more towards me than Isis. Isis was just like a smaller throne compared to Anubis' throne. But he basically beckoned me to him. And, um... Like, I don't know if he, like... I can't remember if he, like, touched my forehead. Or what. But he, um... Basically... Touched me, and not not in that type of way, people, but he like I want I would say kind of like what I guess what a queen does to a knight or a king does to a knight with like a scepter or a sword, but he used his hand, um, and a flash of light happened. Um, the whole chamber disappeared, and then. I was pretty much floating above, um, this field and, uh, what I would, would consider, uh, running in the field were jackals. They were, like, chasing each other and yelping, kind of like, kind of like a dog or a coyote, but they were obviously jackals because they had the, more of the slanted ears or pointed ears like a jackal does. A little bit thinner than a coyote and stuff like that. And, um, and I was, inter like, floating around or flying around these jackals in midair while they were running in these fields and stuff like that. And then, like, after that, like, I turned into a bird. And I, I don't know if that's more representing for Isis, because, you know, she has uh, feathered wings and stuff, but, um, once, like, I flew off, that's when I awoken from my meditation, and it felt like hours, and it was only probably about 45 minutes, um, but it was an amazing experience, and, um, I want to say that's, literally, I was not expecting that, I mean, yeah, I was probably in my mind, I was looking probably towards Anubis more than anything, but it was, it was just a lot of, there's a lot of Egyptian thing themes that's always gone around my life and, and I don't know um, if it was just more of a calling than I thought it did or what, but I thought it was really cool and really interesting. Um, and now I got him uh, apparently tattooed on my leg now um but it's just a so weird feeling and I don't think I've ever experienced anything else like that um I still work with them. I don't get to do my altar as much as I want to right now but I mean it's just life has been really rough um but yeah and I don't know lately though I've I don't know I mean I'm still gonna work with Anubis but lately I don't know why Uh, and no I'm not going to summon them but I have been really close to the demons ball and payment um I don't know why, I just have a weird connection to them. Um, it's basically, it's, I want to say it's right after I watched the, the two movies, The Right and uh, Hereditary. But, um, but I don't know, I just find weird connections with them as well. Um, not saying, saying I'm possessed or anything like that. Um, it's just a weird calling. I don't know if they're wanting to communicate or what Um, a lot of people also don't know this uh, because yes like I said I am pagan or not pagan Wiccan sorry two different they're two different things but I mean they're very similar and stuff Um, but I am what you would call a hedge witch which kind of deals with spirit communications so I am also trying to uh, work with that Um, I do protect myself when I do these communications. uh, A lot of times I will have uh, salt somewhere around and protect my circle. And and then I will uh, use my pendulum. Last time, well, not last time, but one of the times we used the pendulum was during Salad. For a lot of people, it's Halloween, if you didn't know. Um, Me and Delaney were doing communications, and we had a protected candle, but I don't think we had salt around at the time. Um, But Delaney actually got attacked and was choked by a spirit. We don't know who it was, but they were pretending to be a family member, which is very unclear. But I highly recommend, if you do any of this stuff, do protect yourself. Uh, Sage, and salt, and um, even a candle or two as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know, I just thought I would talk about it a little bit because of the fact that not a lot of people know that I deal with this. Um, But, I mean not, I mean, it is getting also closer to the spoopy season, so, I mean, it's a good thing to, I guess, to talk about and stuff like that, um, but, yeah, I just wanted to come out about that and just talk about the real me on things, um, uh, I mean, you already know I'm polyamorous, so we have me and Delaney and me and Cassie, uh, me and Delaney are going Nine years this year. I'll be on the 1st of November. Um, and then me and Cassie are going four years on the 8th of September. Um, so, yeah. And I am practically three years away from 40, which I'm not too excited about. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I, I just figured this was a subject to talk about. Again, like I said, it's getting pretty close to spoopy season. So, I mean, like, why not start kind of talking about some of this stuff? Um, talk about the real me and stuff like that. I, I just don't oh know. I, I know. I said I don't know, like, four times just now. But, yeah. Um, so, I guess I'm. this is close to the end of the episode. But I'm not going to end it what? Uh, just ne- like without the one thing that we have been talking about every episode. Well, it's not the exact thing, but it's the uh, it's time for the cryptid. or We're going to talk about a cryptid. And uh, this time I actually found a cryptid. Random wheel generator. So we're going to talk about that cryptid on this random wheel Um, Let's see stop hitting my mic. Thank you Um, Let us see what we're gonna do Who are we gonna get and then we're gonna talk about um, a little bit Okay Let's spin Mothman, the most common one. I think we kind of talked about Mothman before. Um, Let me see. I think we talked a little bit about Mothman, but not into a full um, cryptid topic. Okay, Mothman. In uh, West Virginia folklore, the Mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant area. From November 15, 1966, to December 15, 1967, the first new paper- newspaper report was published in the Point Pleasant Register. Date or dated November 16. 1966 title Couple or Couples sorry Couples see man-sized bird creature something uh the national press soon picked up the reports and helped spread the story across the United States the source of the legend is believed to have originated from sightings of out of immigration sand sorry Uh, excuse me uh have believed to have originated from sightings of out of mark migration sandhill cranes or horn or herons. The creature was int- introduced to a wider audience by Gray Barker in 1970 as. Um, dang, I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue tied. <laughs> Let me redo that. The creature was introduced to a wider audience by Gray Barker in 1970 and was later pub- li- pub- popularized by john keel in his 1975 book the mothman prophecies claiming that there were paranormal events related to the sightings and a connection to the uh, collapse of the silver bridge in point pleasant the book was later adapted in a 2002 film uh, starring richard Gere. Uh, there is an annual festival in point pleasant uh, which is devoted to the mothman legend um so we're gonna here's a little bit more history about it. Um, on November 15th, 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Dickie and Linda Maxwell and Steve and Mary Mallette, told police they had been they had seen a large white creature whose eyes glowed red standing at the s- side of the road near the TNT area, the site of a former World War II uh, munitions plant. Linda Scrawberry described it as a slender, muscular man, about seven feet tall, with white fang or white wings. Sorry, and said that she was unable to discern his face due to the uh, hypnotic effects of its eyes. Distressed, the witnesses drove away at high speed and said that the creature flew after their, their car, making a screeching sound. It pursued them as far as Point Pleasant City limits. During the next few days, other, other people reported similar sightings. After a local newspaper, newspaper reported it, two volunteer firemen who s- saw it said it was a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson committed, uh, commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusual large uh, heroin. I, I'm assuming that's a type of crane. Um, he termed a... a Shitpoke, poke, uh, shitpoke, shitpoke, shitepoke, I don't know. Contractor uh, Newell Partridge told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight a- at a creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. Additionally, he blamed buzzing noises from his television set as disappearance as Set and the disappearance of his German shepherd dog on the creature. Wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the Sandhill Crane, a large American crane almost as tall as a man with a 7-foot wingspan featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. The bird may have wandered out of, the, uh, out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first because it was not native to the region. Uh, Due to the popularity of the Batman TV series uh, at the time, the fictional superhero Batman and his rogues gallery were prominently featured in the public eye while the, the villain Killer Moth did not appear in the show. The comic book influence on both him and Batman is believed to be some of the, uh, do have some influenced coinage coinage of the name Mothman in the local newspapers. So, uh, yeah, um, there you have it. That's, uh, the Mothman. Um, I know a lot of people love the Mothman. I had a friend, um, who went, I will not say maybe two years ago. Sorry if, uh, cause any kind of static I just realized my mic or my mic and my phone were kind of close um but yeah one of my friends got to go to Point Pleasant and I don't know if she went to the festival or not but I know she got to she was really excited to uh go there because they have like if I remember they have like a statue of Mothman there like he's this big like silver like statue uh with the red eyes um it's also if I remember correctly it's, there's they bring they have the statue and the museum in one of the newest Fallout game I think uh, Fallout 76 um but yeah I, th- I, I don't know I just I think it's really cool um uh it's more one of the more popular uh cryptids out there um maybe I think next time because uh, I I don't know if I'm probably gonna have a special guest uh, next week. I'm not sure yet, um, but we're gonna we're gonna do some uh, talks about cryptids and stuff like that as well. Um, I might even uh, when we get to closer to October and Halloween, I might do a not a one about a cryptid, but it's a uh, local folklore here in Tennessee. Um, I might talk about that as well. But, for now, this is The Shane Cast. Randomly entertaining. Thank you for listening. Till next time.